who am I without stage? Maybe I'm unique and special only on stage. Only when people tell me this, you know, like, mm -hmm. Marta, you're so special, you're beautiful, let's take a picture and so on. I mean, it's good, but it's so easy in belly dance, in this um, environment like we have. It's so easy to feel yourself special. We are special, but not because of belly dance. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Belly Dance Live podcast. I'm your host, Jana Komarnitska, and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about belly dance art form. Plus, I really like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free. Dance festivals are never just about taking classes and doing performances. They're also about bringing community together and bringing dance friends together. And this time I had a pleasure and a great opportunity to reconnect with amazing dancer, beautiful soul, and my good friend Marta Korzum. Marta is an internationally recognized belly dance teacher from Ukraine. She is acknowledged for her unique teaching method and clear and concise explanations and regularly holds training workshops worldwide. She started her career in 2006 by taking part in many competitions in Ukraine abroad, including Cairo. She has been titled the Belly Dance Champion of the World 2011, European Belly Dancer 2011, and second winner at Nile Group Cairo 2010, just to name a few. Today, Marta is a respected judge at many prestigious belly dance competitions and coach for the World Champions in Oriental Dance. In our today's interview, you will hear about uh, different stages of Marta's uh, approach to dance and dance career, and specifically how lockdown forced her to review her self-identity as a dancer and as a person. We talked about dealing with the inner critique voice and overcoming the struggle of constant comparing of yourselves with others, no matter are you competition participant, already established, world-known, a dance teacher. We also talked about uh, changes in her life, which affected both her personal life and dance life, specifically the decision to uh, move to Canada and how she adapts to a new country and explores it now, talking about differences between ballad and scenes in Ukraine and Canada. And overall, I think it's a perfect continuation and a very different angle of our talk comparing to our previous interviews, because with Marta we did already two interviews, and I highly recommend you to go back to episode number one. She was literally the first guest at the Belly Dance Live podcast, and we talked a lot about her 
career development and her competition experience as a participant herself, as well as episode number 77, where we talked about teaching approach and not only teaching as like what to do in the class, but also teaching as a business model. And she was given very interesting tips on how to advertise classes, how to um, make sure students come and stay in your uh, class, uh, etc. So links to the previous episodes will be in the show notes to this episode. And I hope you will also enjoy because this conversation that you are about to hear is very different, but very much connected to all the previous things that we have discussed with Marta in early interviews. So I hope you will enjoy it. As usual, don't forget to screenshot at the end or right in the beginning of this interview. Let us know what um, talked to you the most, what you felt the most relatable, or maybe you got surprised or something. Share it with your dance friends. This is kind of the discussion that I'm pretty sure many of us need to hear and be reminded that we all go through this kind of struggles from time to time and we are not alone. All of us go in different shapes, forms, or time periods through something like that. And I'm very grateful to Marta for being so open and so vulnerable to talk about uh, uh, uncomfortable topics and very, very sensitive and personal ones. So I hope uh, you will find it helpful and useful. And as always, let us know what you think and we will hear each other soon next week. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast sharing how much their experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Join one of the BDE experience intensives and get the training and experience of performing in lead and ensemble roles open for Aksharki and Fusion styles. Details and training materials for the casting are available at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes, joinbde.com. So, <laughs> this is very informal beginning of our conversation, sure. but I am so happy, first of all, to see you, to see you in person. I want to acknowledge that we are sitting at Cleopatra Festival organized yes. by Mohammed Shaheen, but I'm really happy to see you, Marta, in person. And also, welcome back to the Ballet and Flat podcast. Thank you, Jan. I'm very happy to see you too. My great pleasure, you know, like, I'm very uh, value such festivals because it's opportunity to see uh, friends and um, I'm very happy. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> well, who thought that we will next time meet in Cairo? So maybe. Yeah. I want to acknowledge that you were actually the very first guest yes. on the Paladin's Life podcast. Yes. So thank you again, again, and again, and again uh, for agreeing back then because uh, it was very new. I didn't have anything to show like, oh, this is what podcast is. This is the audio interview. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I don't have questions in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for agreeing and uh, helping to sort of like start this project with your trust, uh, trust in it. And in, in me and we also did actually two interviews so for everyone yep. who somehow missed I highly recommend to listen to both because in the first interview we talked about beginning of your career we talked yep. about uh, your competition adventures and how you go to the 
like spot and acknowledgement that you are right now. And in the second one, we talked about business, teaching business a lot. Yeah. So it will be very useful. And we're not going to repeat our conversations today because I right away want to ask. So since our last interview for the podcast in this last three, four years, what do you feel were the biggest changes or shifts in your life uh, that also affected your dance? Uh, it's a good question. Actually, I think um, everything starts from COVID, yes, from coronavirus. And I can say that uh, I changed. I, I now I'm not the same as I was before, and I feel myself um, grown up, you know, like it's not when you are 35, 36, it doesn't matter what age, but I mean, it doesn't matter that you are an adult. Mm. I, sometimes you feel inside like, or behave like, like a kid, yeah? But um, now, yes, um, I change my attitude to myself, first of all, and to everything happened in life. And every, not only me changed, but all my life. Yes, uh, now I live in Canada, as you know. <laughs> you know, it's very strange for me to say this, <laughs> actually, because I'm not used to it. It's only five months. Yeah, it's only five months. So uh, if to say, I think it's a very nice topic because um, I never shared this before in um, social media because it's difficult to explain in stories or like that, but so it's a good opportunity. Uh, maybe it will be useful for some uh, dancers. Um, the situation was like that, that when COVID starts, so all trips, all shows, you know, all this usual for me, my usual life, uh, bright and like, like a holiday, you know, like dream job, it was stopped. Yes, mm -hmm. it was online. It's also good, but it's for sure it's so different. And uh, I remember that I start to feel myself uh, very strange, like, like I'm just Marta. I'm just, I'm not a superstar belly dancer, Marta Corzon, with a lot of, uh, uh, like, admiration, uh, you know, uh, this um, beautiful costumes, makeup. I'm just Marta Corzon. And uh, I felt that without these trips, stage, and everything, I'm not unique or something like that. It's difficult to explain, so I think it was not a depression, but it was a long, long stress, like during the year, I think it was like that. I guess it was like kind of a crash of identity in a certain way. Yes, like it was like, who am I without mm. stage? Maybe I'm unique and special only on stage? Only when people tell me this, you know, like, mm -hmm. Marta, you're so special, you're beautiful, let's take a picture and so on. I mean, it's good, but it's so easy in belly dance, in this um, environment like we have. It's so easy to feel yourself special. We are special, but not because of belly dance. We are special because we are like, I am who I am. Yes, because I am Marta Corza, now I know this. Mm -hmm. So I can now... Even if something will happen and uh, I will never perform again, it will not happen. <laughs> but you understand what I mean, yet yeah? that um, I can be happy without this now. But it takes me, I think, like one year of working with psychologists, right? How to say, uh, mm -hmm. with a specialist, because uh, I couldn't do this by myself. So I, mm. uh, it, it was kind of depression, maybe not deep depression. I didn't use any pills or something like that, but I felt uh, bad, really bad. It was, it was a difficult period for me. And only, yeah, like only one, after one year, when I start to work with specialists, because I realized that I cried almost every day, you know? And it was not because I'm not on a trip, uh, on, on a, like, um, 
on a tour of the workshops because all was in the same situation. Mm. But I couldn't live before without this attention, you know? Mm. It was very difficult. And yeah, now, now I feel very happy. So I, I enjoy so much everything that's happening with me right now with belly dance or without belly dance. So now I can do this. So this, this work with the specialists, with the psychologists really changed me. Uh, and I, I continue to work, but not so often as before, because now like, um, like I try to be a little bit deeper in this topic. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I know how to help myself in case I feel something, you know, like uh, sadness or something like that. So I'm very happy about this. And uh, if somebody feels same, uh, or before or now or maybe in the future. So yeah, you just have to know that you are special without everything, just you because how to say, because you, it's you. Because we are all special. Because we are all ways, special, yes. not because somebody tell you, not mm. because of dance or some gifts or so on. I think actually you touched such an interesting topic because first of all, to acknowledge that during a lockdown, a lot of people were going through identity crises and in different ways, like dance, not dance, art, art related, not art related, because it was very hard, uh, a hit on everyone's usual life uh, but when we are talking about dancers specifically and I never thought about this from this point of view perspective but um, whenever as a dancers we get like rejected sometimes like when we get uh, like for me it was close like to the topic of gigs like you want someone to hire you to perform and they don't hire for whatever reason or for others maybe like not winning competitions or not being invited for festivals whatever it is for each dancer we really or or the same way goes with success yeah. we very often identify it with us, we do not differentiate dance activities from us, like in other, many, not everyone, but many other industries, because in dance, it's like we express this dance through our body. So it feels as if it's us, as if it's judgment or opinion or appreciation of us, and we don't have this connection. So in your case, I can only imagine when your entire life with activities, but also with that acknowledgement and attention, get away uh, and suddenly in one minute basically disappears due to uncontrollable uh, circumstances, it kind of very difficult to identify and like find your spot and actually separate okay where is dance activities and where is actually me <laughs> yes um i will tell you one story when i realized that i need help <laughs> i was uh, with my mom at the supermarket no i mean before i saw that it was i think like um was not so many festivals uh, in the world but some festival in latin america i don't remember and uh, one famous dancer was invited i saw this poster like in one day and uh, it was not like uh, they invite her but they don't invite don't invite me invite me I understand that it's not a competition yes as an organizer I know that it's never happened like that you know like you never choose invite this dancer or invite that dancer so I understand that it was not about me but I just felt that I also want to go somewhere at least somewhere and at the supermarket I as I say I was with my mother and suddenly I, stop, I start crying, like horrible crying, you know, even now I say and I, I feel some mm. uh, moments like that. 
And then uh, when it was happening in supermarket, my mama asked, what happened? <laughs> I say, because they're at the festival and this dancer today will be at this festival, you know? I mean, it's so strange. So uh, I realized that uh, something wrong, <laughs> Marta, <laughs> you need help. And then I found a specialist who helped me. And I remember that also when she asked me, Marta, how are you? I was saying, I'm okay. And started crying immediately after mm -hmm. these words. And she realized that, uh, like, tell me your story. I say it. And you know what? It was a very interesting moment. She said that um, it's okay if you're crying about this. Yes? It, because you really want it. And it's painful for you that you are not here. Yes? It's not about this dancer that in the festival. Uh, and it's not about you, yes? It's not, uh, it's not that you're a bad dancer, nobody invites you. It just happens. And of course, it's painful for me was at this moment because like more than one year, I was sitting at home, like mm. almost all of us, right? And then step by step, it was better. It was better and I like, really we work, um, work with her once a week. And uh, yeah, like I think after three, four months, I start to feel much better. And uh, even now I can do without. So I know now uh, I, I, I start to hear my feelings and why I feel this way. Mm. Happiness or sadness or, I don't know, anger. Yeah, so I start to analyze my emotions. And uh, then when I understand why the reason of this emotion. So I understand how to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So now I'm very happy, really. I think, <laughs> you know, I recommend really guys uh, to work with a psychologist, uh, everyone, because I think we all have something yeah. to discuss and um, like, how to like to share. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Uh, well, th first of all, thank you for sharing. I know it's uh, difficult often to talk about and put out, like, you know, personal stories uh, and personal, like, feelings, especially the moments of, like, you know, reshaping, realization or re like re-identifying like yourself. So thank you so much for being open with that. And I'm also very impressed how... Uh, for many different experiences, but like yours, another example, how often as a dancer, as we think like, oh, we dance through our body, we know our body, but in fact, we are really not connected often because we forget to keep sometimes even asking ourselves, like in terms of like, you know, within a dance career, like what I'm doing, is it because I really want to do, like I really want to teach or just because everyone keeps saying, no, you should start teaching. Or do you really want to compete because I want to do festival life or like geek or whatever it is. Like we just kind of go on a roll of um, what's supposed to happen or what we see other people do or what we are told to True. do and kind of like whatever. And to the point that often we forget why we even start dancing. But that's about dance. But that also applies to the life in general, like, you know, to sure. all activities. You go to university, then you got job yeah. offer, like, in whichever, like, field. And then you forget to ask, like, is it really what, yeah, what I want? Yeah, because everybody do this. So, yeah. And I have to. But it's not like that. Yes, yeah. you, have to, you have to listen to yourself yeah. and to your wishes. But it's interesting also how uh, amazing how body is smart, actually, because I also had experiences with uh, like therapy very deep. And it was also through some situations like, wait, like, why am I reacting like this? Why my body even like, you know, through crying uh, or through some other activities, like the body reacts and gives signals 
So as long as we listen to the signals, they can really help and direct. And therapy is like one that can really shape and help you to see different perspective direction. Like it's not even to forward you, but help you to find out answers to your own questions. <laughs> yeah, it's something like you start to see the light in, in the end, you know, like, uh, uh, like you say, different ways how to uh, deal with this and uh, the result, you understand that the result will be good. But before you think that everything is bad, nobody wants me. I'm uh, now I'm not a famous, uh, I mean, famous, but <laughs> like I'm sitting at home. So all negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And after therapy, you have a lot of positive opposite. Yeah. So you know that, yes, you have to work, but you will have this good result and you will happy finally. And you have everything to be happy, actually. Yeah. But you don't see it <laughs> when you're in depression or stress. You don't see this. Yeah, so true. You mentioned earlier that you feel now like more a grown up, actually yeah, grown up. True. What, uh, what kind of encouraged that feeling was it that this experience with therapy or was it something else like that in general like you feel different? in general it's a therapy and i start to take additional like courses online with a um, very nice good um, psychologist very good where we work on different emotions i mean different fields of your life um, relationship your uh, career yes uh, your health and so on and uh, I really interested in this, um, so yeah, it helped me. It helped me a lot. And how did it influence your relationships with dance? Not your career in dance. Mm -hmm. That let's talk too. But first of all, uh, you did. Actually, I'll phrase it like this: Did it change your relationship or your approach to dance itself? Uh, I think I start enjoy more, and. Uh, now I can say that maybe, maybe before, not always, but often. For me, even if it was a gala show, not a competition, but anyway, even it's a gala show, sometimes it's kind of competition between teachers. I mean, how to say, it's not nobody say you this, yes? But anyway, sometimes you think, yes, uh-huh, like she has good costume, maybe mine not so good, or who applauds more and not more. Yes, I cannot say that it was like that always, but sometimes maybe yes. So I, sometimes I felt uh, maybe not so confident, but now actually I think I don't care. Like I know that I am special. I know that I enjoy life. I enjoy belly dance, just I enjoy it. I love it. And uh, it doesn't matter for me what will people think about mm. my dance, even if it will be not perfect. Because yes, sometimes my dance not perfect. Sometimes I like it so much. Sometimes I don't like it. Uh, it depends on my, I don't know, inspiration. Yes, like I dance improvisation or I dance uh, choreography. I sleep a lot or not a lot. I mean, it's not always the same. Mm -hmm. So now yes. I, I just start to blame myself. You stopped or started? Stop, stop, stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. No, no, no. I stopped to blame myself if I did something uh, wrong, maybe some mistakes and so on. So it's just, it just another dance, okay? Next time I will do better. Or now it was good, good job, Marta. But always good job, Marta, no? Ah, <laughs> you know, it's uh, like um, no competition anymore this way. So now I really feel it. But before, not always. Not all. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. 
like that. It's so refreshing to hear it. Oh my God. <laughs> because this is little thoughts on my mind uh, because, okay, I'll go a little bit personal on my side here. <laughs> I think with you, like we can go a little bit more like a dense chat here. Because for me, like this summer in Cairo, I'm, I feel like I'm coming back on stage because I haven't been there for years. It just happened. And I was thinking like about, I know my tendency to go overreacting and overstress. And I was like, okay, I don't care if I will be perfect on stage. That was my mindset. And still like now, like it's like, I don't care as long as I don't give control to emotions, to like, you know, performance anxiety. And that as long as I feel, really feel, not pretend or hope, but actually feel joy on stage, uh, I'm happy. And then some other side part of me was thinking like, ah, but isn't it like, you know, lowering standards for yourself? Like, you know, like still like, no, but I, I was on stage, like, I don't know how many performances I did. Like, I am a teacher, like, you know, like also help people to go on stage. And then here to myself, I'm saying like, you know, like as long as you just enjoy, it's fine. <laughs> so, but it's so refreshing to hear because I feel after this COVID uh, lockdowns and um, just the situation that we were put in, many dancers actually started rethinking like, what's actually the reason why we dance? Regardless, are you a mm -hmm. student or a teacher? And it's, it, it just was interesting to hear like, you know, some thoughts that you were sharing. It was like, okay, I'm not insane. <laughs> it's not just in my head. It's kind of like this essence of uh, even when we choose dance as a job, which of course makes it very different than yeah. you do dance as a hobby, but still, like, why? What's the main reason why you go and do dance? Just to enjoy and to have fun. Yes, now I understand this. Yes, and again, I understand that always somebody will be better, and it's okay. Yes, uh, and again, uh, it may be like important performance, and I may not did, do the great job. It, it may be not the best dance. But it's not the end of life, you know? Now we know that it's, uh, it's okay, it yeah. happens. Another question, <laughs> what is best dance? Uh, exactly, yeah, so as long as you enjoy on the stage, it's your best dance, you know? In my opinion, now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, I'm very happy about this because it, also for me, it's like uh, a new feeling and, um, you know, it's like a relief, like take my pressure away. Mm -hmm. So now I can really enjoy every time on the stage. You know, it doesn't matter who perform before me, who will perform after me, uh, what people expect, because expectations of people also sometimes is like a pressure. Yes, because they, oh, it's Marta Korzon, so she has to do something special, something wow. But sometimes I'm not wow, guys. Yes, yeah? sometimes I just dance and I, I don't want this pressure anymore. So I just don't take it. Uh... And when you watch your own videos right now, which ones do you prefer? Like the ones, recent ones, now the videos or from before? All, like, all I like all of them, not, not all of them, but actually, and that was before and now the uh, very nice period of my life, uh, all of them. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy all of them. Mm. I was curious, like, uh, like, did it, do you feel like that taking off pressure, you know, uh, did it up-level your dance level or did it decrease your dance level, you know, when you review results? Because we are also, as a dancer, very critical to our own videos. Uh, true, and uh, I can say that also just, um, I think even just in this year, I start to, I start to travel again and uh, I can see my videos. Some, and I feel, I, I see that um, in some of my choreographies or performances, I'm not 
confident in my body. How to say, like mm -hmm. you say that you uh, four years uh, had a break in performances. For me too, it was not four, but quite a lot. Yes, yeah? so it was not often. It's also like a moment that you can train. So as uh, more time you uh, perform, more confident you feel yourself. And I can see that. So first performances in 2023, yes? It's not confident. I see I don't have strength in my body and some of my movements somewhere not confident. Even the face. I mean, for people it's okay. Nobody see it. I know. <laughs> but it's interesting. I'm sure how many listeners are now like shocked. Like, what, what are you talking no, about? What are you talking no, actually, about? Actually, if you're a professional uh, dancer, performer, yes, uh, usually for audience it always will be good. But you know how you can do. And uh, now I see that it becomes better. But again, it sometimes depends on so many things. Uh, and it's okay. It's okay. Before I was like, oh my God, why you did you practice and <sighs> Marta. <laughs> but now, okay. Okay, I have to train more maybe on this moment. It's okay. I just see some maybe if I have mistakes, for example. Yes, I know that, okay, next time I will try not to do this. It's okay. But it's some, not something bad. It's an interesting new starting point for many artists, for many dancers in so many different ways. How do you feel all these uh, realizations and uh, uh, rethinking of like approach and uh, self-identity, uh, how did it, if at all, it influenced some work decisions related to dance? Because your activities also changed a lot, like you were very active back when, when we Last time we talked, you were active teacher. You were sharing a lot. You were like also online already, but it's still uh, nothing compared to the last few years how you approach this topic. So, um, do you feel this realization of yourself as a grown up <laughs> and grown up dancer or different approach to dance? Uh, did it influence your approach to work as a dancer, as a teacher, as a choreographer? Um, yes, it's also changed because, again, before, again, so many, Jana, so many good questions and uh, some moments that I never say before. Okay, now I can be open because now it's not like that. <laughs> um, many uh, times before, I was like very, um, um, I don't know how to say, count, count how many invitations I have. You know, it was so important for me. I have 45 or I have 40 or 35. If I have 25, I'm not successful. You know, it's something like that. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I don't, I don't care. So it may be, uh, for example, now I have um, like in these few months, six or seven uh, trips. And now till the end of the year, I don't have nothing actually. Like, I mean, trips abroad, yes, with workshops. And it's okay for me. I mean, again, I don't... Um, feel that it's about me. I mean, it happens. And actually, even if I have, for example, a lot, a lot of invitation, invitations as before, but actually now not so many festivals. They just again like started to, to, to be organized. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to travel uh, so much as before because uh, I want to be with my family more often. Uh, because, you know, I mean, it was difficult. It was amazing. I mean, it's, it really was amazing and uh, great experience, unbelievable. And I'm very lucky that I had this and I have now. 
anyway. Uh, so for me now, it's very important to find kind of balance. So uh, to be with my family and it's on the first place for sure. Uh, to travel also, I want to have it and I will have it, yeah? But I don't need this in so many trips as it was before because when you have so many, it's nice um, for your career, it's nice for money, of course, but uh, it turned to job, to work. You know, it's not enjoyment anymore if you have them like 10 in a row because you're so tired. You have no energy to share with the people. So it also has minuses. I want to to have every trip like, wow, you know, like to be full of energy, be ready to share with the people, uh, to wait, you know, like uh, with excitement and as well as to be with my family more than I was uh, in a trip. So. I cannot say how many exactly mm-hmm. um, trips a year I want to have. You know, perfectly once in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be, that would be great. But you know that it's not happened like this. Now I have six in a row. Then I have a break. Then maybe also more. Like we have season in belly dance. Uh, sometimes a lot. Sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy teaching. I realize also that again, even like for me, it was difficult to imagine. What should I do if I will not travel with workshops again? Like if I will not have this successful career anymore, for example, yes? So um, for me, it was difficult. Now I can imagine this. Mm. I'm sure that it will not happen, you know, like, um, like nobody will invite me or so on. I'm sure everything will be okay. But anyway, now I feel for me, it's absolutely normal to be happy without this, with my family, um, to travel less, for example, and uh, just because I love teaching. I love teaching. I can teach wherever I live now in Canada, for example. Yeah? So now my goal is to build my own like studio, community of students uh, in a new country for me. So for me, it's important to have both, like I say, balance family trips and also work uh, in a new country to explore Canada because I love it so much. And it also takes time, right? If I will be all the time traveling abroad, uh, so I will not feel myself connected with the country. So for me, it's very important and to make new friends, <laughs> to be uh, inside of this belly dance community in Canada. This is uh, one of my main goal for this mm-hmm. year and for next year, as well as trips with workshops also, of course. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask uh, also about your experience in new country in Canada. Uh, I know it was quite a shift from you, like from Ukraine to Canada. And uh, I'm really happy to hear excitement in your voice that you enjoy new country. Uh, it's funny, like you are now in Toronto. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes, where yes. do you live now in Toronto? <laughs> um, but I also know like the circumstances and all the path. It was uh, like for any Ukrainians, like it's very different shifts in lives uh, regardless of their exact geographical location so uh, i would love to ask about your actual experience like in uh, canada now and uh, how everything is going for you uh you know uh, like actually we never i have never planned to go to canada for leave i mean like that yes i always wanted to try to live somewhere abroad two three months but not like immigrate for me it's so unusual feeling but I am very, very, very excited and we love, all our family love Canada so much. 
um, before, we, uh, when the war started, the, the same day my mother came to our house, yes, with my husband and my daughter, and she said, I don't know what you will do, but I'm leaving, you know, like that. And um, of course, we decided that we, uh, it's very dangerous to stay, especially if you have a baby, so we have to be in a safe place. And just to mention, you also were based in Crimea, which was already back then occupied yes. territory. So it's yes. a di different also, like already back then, it's not only about like safety of like, you, you don't know how the, uh, the situation will escalate. Yes, we, we never know. And you can be closed in Crimea. Like if something happened with the bridge, for example, yes, you're stuck and you cannot go anywhere. So it's, it's quite dangerous place because Sevastopol was... Um, you know, the, the history, like few times was bombed till, uh, I don't know how to say, like all buildings. So, yeah, so we decided that if we have opportunity to live, we have to do this. And we were to, we chose the country, different. We thought about Europe and also we thought about uh, Canada and USA. But my father, uh, he lives uh, in Canada for 27 years already uh, in Toronto. So it was one of the main reasons why we decided, because he said that... Uh, here safe, I will help you. And uh, I think, yes, when you immigrate, it's such a big stress. I mean, it's a war stress, but also to leave your home. Um, no, I mean, it, it's very difficult to explain the feelings, uh, but many Ukrainians will understand me. And I mean, ma many people who have to leave their homes to another country. It's a huge difference to leave because you decide to leave or you leave because you feel you're pushed to leave. Yes, and you know, like uh, we thought maybe it was not like we can stay or we cannot stay. We had known this choice. We didn't want to stay, for sure. So it was not the choice. <laughs> so we, we decided that, yeah, we apply for visa, uh, for this uh, all documents, work permit mm -hmm. and so on. And we wait for nine months. Nine months, so long. <laughs> yes, it was so long. But again, it gave us opportunity to prepare. So, you know, like you explore a lot of YouTube videos about immigration to Canada, all pluses, all minuses. And we, um, I was um, afraid, you know, like you heard this, um, how to say, periods in immigration. Like psychological, like emotional adaptation. Emotional adaptation, yeah, like yeah. like you hate, disappointed, I don't know, like something like that. And I was very afraid that we will be, you know, like additionally to uh, stress because of war, you will have this stress. And I think we were traveling like without expectations, I would say like that. So we just knew that it's safe place and good for kids. That was our, the main moment, you know. But I'm so happy that it's much better than we expected. So it's really good. This warm welcome, I didn't expect, really, from dance, uh, from dancers of Canada. It's, it's incredible. Actually, I, I don't know, I'm full of gratitude about this because it was so nice and I felt so happy that you're not um, like outside, you know, you're new. Yes, I know that some dancers, they like, I mean, all who wrote me, they knew me. Yes, but anyway, um, you know, I, I was not sure, even I, I didn't think about that they will write me. Many of them, they marked that this is my phone, if you need any help, just uh, like call, call me, me, yes, and ask for help, we're ready, like you are very welcome, we're so happy. And it was, I felt like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful to everyone because, yeah, it was... Um, 
it was one of the moments in the beginning that make you feel uh, so happy, you know, very, very special. So I can say we love everything for now. I hope it will be all the time. I know that there is no not a perfect country. So each country has pluses, minuses, absolutely understand this. But for now, we like everything and all minuses that, for example, we heard and watched the video before. For us, not minus, it's just, just a fact, mm -hmm. you know, like, I know, maybe, yes, this, not perfect, but okay, where is perfect, you know, no, nowhere in the world. No, and for everyone, the same place will feel different, like, there are no two people who live in the same city, whichever city, in whichever country sure. they live, yeah. it's a different experience and different life for everyone, so I'm happy for you, like, to, um, to hear that you uh, feel you know, like a good fit and good match and uh, a good spot, at least even for now, like, you know, who knows in the life, etc. But it doesn't matter because sometimes we forget about like just the current moment and what, what matters right now and what we can give to ourselves as a support and support in the environment, emotional support. And I'm also very happy to hear about the Canadian community of dancers. Uh, say incredible. hi to everyone when you're back to Toronto. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I mean, it really was incredible. I, I don't know maybe if we chose another country and will, would be the same. I, I don't know. Uh, but I had this amazing experience, you know, and I will say that uh, not only belly dancers, like I think this country very good to all newcomers and uh, I call somewhere, I don't know, to any uh, service and they ask, oh, you're just newcomer. Welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, just write some phones. Uh, my husband will help you with this, this, this. I mean, it's incredible, you know? I mean, I love this country. <laughs> yes, this is one of the things I must also admit about Canada. I uh, sometimes cheat even myself, even till now, although I haven't been to Canada also like how many years, but um, for some services, like, I don't know, like if you need to contact PayPal or I don't know, like uh, uh, Flight Hub or Expedia, like with tickets, I sometimes call .ca, meaning like the Canadian branch of yeah. services, and they, they help and solve the problems so much easier than some other countries that you're currently, or like even you, even if you're not registered with those services yeah. in Canada. So that's really cool. But I'm also curious to know about your um, thoughts and your impressions about ballet and scene, because it is quite different from what it is in Ukraine. And I it's remember very my different. shock. <laughs> yes, very like, different. Know, the, the difference. So tell, please, what do you feel like the main differences of how you see ballet dance in Ukraine and how you see ballet dance now in Canada? I think the main difference is that ballet dance in Canada is for more for enjoyment, for fun, um, and in Ukraine, it's more like mm, for uh, not career. I don't know, like like a, maybe more like a sport. I mean, more discipline, competition, more competition. Yes, from from the childhood, even like that. So it's a really big difference. Yes, and uh, I love both. I just have to. Uh, how to say, a little bit change my style of teaching because, you know, I'm sorry, my friends, if you've been, if you're a beginner and you've been to my class in Toronto, I'm sorry, I was too pushy, now I understand. 
but it's I must okay. say you're not alone. I had exactly <laughs> the same problem. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because I would I thought that it's really like for beginners, but now I realize that I was too too strict. It should it should be different. I mean, it's just different, and now I. I think I know uh, how to do it better for people to enjoy my class, not to be stressful, you know, like to come to Marta Korzen. <laughs> it will be okay. You're welcome, my friends. <laughs> yeah, we as Ukrainians like when things are difficult and strict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a different way. No, yes, different not bad, mentality. not good. It's just both good, just very different. And I like it because... Um, I think more people, for example, if we, if, we, if we talk about Canada, so more people, um, not like welcome to dance, but they feel more comfortable, all women, more comfortable in belly dance, regardless of level, age, everything. Yes, we say that belly dance for everyone, but if we look at the Ukraine, now I think it's more like for... Um, like really for this like result, result competition, you have to be, do better. It's not bad again. I like it actually. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I, I, I was the same. Uh, yes, like, like before. But good this and that, like just different. Yeah, it just, uh, um, what I have impression about Ukraine, that um, belly dance in Ukraine often goes to the extreme point that we say that belly dance is for everyone, but we not always make people feel that it's for everyone. Yeah. And in Canada, it is approached as a place and too little for everyone, for whichever reason they came there. Like, so it's not like, oh, you have to do this or that. It's like everyone will have their own goals why they come to ballet dance class. True. And it's more, more fulfilled and less in Canada than in some other countries where competitions are so strict and on point. Yes, yes, I think that in Ukraine some women just may be afraid to go looking at all these, um, you know, like dancers uh, strong and um, with the strong technique. I, I think that maybe sometimes women afraid that they will, like, maybe it will be too difficult for them. Okay. Maybe they even will not start trying. Yes, thinking that it's not for me, it's too difficult. But uh, yeah, like in Canada, like it's easy. Yes, it's for everybody. We can do it. Again, it's just a different approach and uh, both good. Both good, yeah. Um, I like both actually. But now I have to change my, <laughs> my teaching style a little bit, yes. So how do you see yourself in the future, in the nearest future, in the far future, in Canada as a belly dancer? Uh, okay, um, my main goal for this year and for next year is to open my own groups for beginners, for advanced, uh, experienced dancers. Uh, so I don't plan for, for a lot of years, yes, but uh, yeah, like this, my own groups. Maybe, you know, I see that so many dancers, they're performing at the restaurants. It's very popular. I, for me, it's very challenging, but I want to try. I don't know if I will like it, but why not? Why not? Yeah, so we'll see <laughs> how, how it will be. I know that it's a big difference between performing on the stage, like I do all the time, yes, and performing at the restaurant. I absolutely understand. So it's also for me like new level and uh, very challenging. Uh, and it will, I think it will uh, like change my dance also. Mm -hmm. So it, it's nice, something new, you know, I like mm -hmm. something new. <laughs> 
Well, I wish you good luck with that. Thank I you. I remember my resistance too, because this is something that does not exist in Ukraine, let's say. Oh, it's very, very different yeah. topic. It's like, you know, opposite. Like in Canada, competitions, like it's not really a thing. In Ukraine, performing at restaurants or corporate events, it's not really a thing. It exists, but it's a very, very different yeah. thing than in Canada. So I really wish you good luck. I Thank opened you. that world and explored <laughs> it, and I really wish it for you, like, you know, to explore and see. It's a very interesting experience, and it definitely, you know, changes and enriches and gives interesting thoughts. So I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thank you. And <laughs> actually, I will uh, listen to your course. <laughs> I will listen to a course because you uh, you explain all details. I think yes, there. Yes. So I will we skip advertisement part. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because it's true. Because you cannot yeah. find the information. I mean, it's important for me as a new in this uh, how to say field, field right? Yeah. To perform in, in the restaurant. So no, I can imagine how it should be. But so many details. So who will tell me this? Yeah. Should I ask all dancers of Canada? All of them will share this with me. I'm not sure. I mean, they're all generous. But you, you always keep some secrets, of course. It's normal. Uh, and that's why I want to take your course <laughs> on this topic, because it will help me a lot to go faster. Well, I'm pretty sure you will uh, figure out it uh, very quickly and find your spot, like, you know, your place and your... Uh... I would say character <laughs> in this field, uh, I'm pretty sure, and really wish you good luck with that. Uh, I'm open if you need any suggestions. <laughs> I'm, I'm very passionate Thank about this so topic much. and I'm really, really happy uh, to share and, and to help. Um, and how about your online classes? Because you have been active so much online in courses. You have your membership club now, yep. because back then when we talked, you didn't have it. Uh, so tell a little bit more about that and what our uh, listeners all around the world, not just in Canada, that they are, sure. they are lucky they can come in person and study with you, but all around the world, they can take online classes. So share a little bit more about your platforms, please. Actually, one of the good moments of lockdown is that uh, I have time to explore this uh, online um, everything, I don't know how to say industry. like <laughs> industry, yes, good, <laughs> I forgot the word, uh, online industries, so how to promote, how to sell, how to create, so it's, it's really good, yeah, I have different courses for dancers, for teachers, for beginners, and I mean, for dancers, different courses for each level, we can say like for intermediate, for professional, mm -hmm. for beginners. And uh, yeah, sometimes I do um, Zoom classes, like I think like everybody, yeah, it's good. So um, I think also for me, it's nice uh, to combine like teaching in person and teaching online because yes, it's a great opportunity for everybody to study with me who want. And uh, yeah, just I like it, why not? I don't want to stop. Anyway, I will try to combine both. Yeah, why not? And uh, you really establish yourself and you create such so many beautiful, interesting programs and uh, uh, courses. And a lot of people already benefited you, like so many, I heard so many really great things and, and feedback. So that's really great opportunity. So for our listeners, where is the best place to follow your activities, to see your new adventures in Canada and outside of Canada, and to discover more about your uh, online classes and online courses. Uh, I'm very active in Instagram. Uh, 
uh, I try to be active on Facebook and so many social media, so it's very difficult to be everywhere, but Instagram the most and uh, Facebook, yes, I will do this. I will do this Facebook more often, you know. Yeah, so there, I, I try to be online, I mean, uh, active in social media, so yeah. You can just follow me, Marta Korsen. <laughs> well, as usual, I will add link to the show notes, so it will be there, easily accessible for everyone to find. And before I ask you our final question of the podcast, I want once again to uh, thank you for your time, finding in between activities, workshops here at the festival, uh, right in the hotel. So thank you for finding time. And also thank you for being open. And, you know, like we... Talked about many things, uh, maybe some things we talked in generic, like, you know, not going in depth, but some things you touched very important and it's important and very relatable, I think, to many people. So thank you so much. I always appreciate whenever someone is willing to, you know, open the real side that often we think we want to hide, you know. Yes, true, true. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate your invitation. You know, for me, it's always a great pleasure to talk with you. I mean, it, it feels so like, uh, I don't know, so easy. <laughs> Something I'm... in you, you just, you know, <laughs> I want to share everything. <laughs> no, I really hope that it will be help, helpful because I, I don't know, but I'm sure that um, at least some dancers, they maybe felt the same and my words will help them. Um, yeah, to, to be happier than, than they are. That's for sure, that's for sure. And I'm also excited to hear your answer to our traditional question, which you already answered before, but now I feel it may be completely different. So from your current position of uh, like all these changes in your internal state, in your external environment and circumstances, um, how would you answer the question of what makes you fall in love with ballet dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years oh good question hmm. i think how to answer i think it's a combination of everything like uh, how you feel yourself when you're dancing i feel happiness when i dance mm. i feel it it doesn't matter where it is on the stage or in the class every time i dance uh, I feel so much joy, I feel happiness, and uh, you know, like I'm alive, you know, it's very, uh, it's very interesting feeling that I'm ready to do this <laughs> all the time, everywhere, yeah, and always, um, even when I'm in the bad mood, I know that if I st start to dance, even a little bit movement, you know, even when war started and it was such a big stress for everybody, I realized that I push myself to dance. It was not the same energy, of course, but it helped me a lot. It was sad, different, like sad songs, but it helped me to express my feelings, to express my emotions. Uh, yeah, so for me, it, I, I can't live without belly dance. Yeah. Mm. And again, it's not about the stage and everything, just even just to dance at home every uh, like during the day and so on yeah so for me it's my life and uh, my great joy happiness it makes me happy mm. so much this episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club bringing more consistency and more fun into your dance training online 
Check it out at yanadanceclub.com, direct link in the show notes. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends, as well as leave a review on iTunes or any other app you're using to listen to the show. The more people know about this podcast, the easier it is for me to bring even more awesome guests. Until next time, keep shimming and keep dancing.